a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. Joining me in studio are two individuals that I respect so much and have just had the opportunity to get to know from Huntsman Cancer Institute. We're talking to Don Milligan. He's the Director of Outpatient Services for HCI. Thank you so much for being here, Don. Thrilled to be here. Because Thank you. There's, a, a, I'll say, a groundbreaking uh, event that we're talking about right now, the launch of a mobile screening bus that Huntsman has launched. So we're excited about that. Also joining us in studio is Garrett Harding, the Associate Director of Community Outreach. Garrett, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited to be here. So let's talk about this screening bus. Um, It is officially on the road starting when, Don? Last week. This bus, uh, we've taken it out last week to see our initial patients, those that uh, were actually wanted to be screened first, we started seeing them last Wednesday. This is extraordinary. And and for me, I say extraordinary because I've had so many years of experience um, touching or dipping my toes into the world of cancer, understanding that our Utah population has some interesting risks and challenges. And so let's talk a bit about why we want to bring this mobile, mobile screening bus out to the state of Utah. Garrett. Yeah. So cancer currently is the second leading cause of death for Utahns in the state. So we feel it is a a privilege and an opportunity and an honor to care for patients, um, educate them, but now also with this new initiative, screen patients where they are, meaning in their neighborhoods, in their families, um, in the communities throughout the entire state, not just here on the Wasatch Front, but ultimately, you know, extending that reach um, because cancer affects us all. And um, I think all of us know somebody who has been touched by cancer, who's been diagnosed, um, family members, loved ones. And it really is one of the biggest challenges I think that we have in this lifetime. And um, we're really excited to add one more thing that we are doing um, to this work so that we can have and make a a strong impact. I I think of the state of Utah. Thank you, Garrett. I think of the state of Utah, Don, and I think about population centers. Like you look at Salt Lake City in that valley, a large amount of people there. Cache Valley, there's a cluster there. We head on down to Utah County, another cluster. Then we get a little bit less populated. We come on down St. George, another big cluster. And I know that, you know, HCI, Huntsman Cancer Institute, and the University of Utah Hospital, others have been worried about our rural areas getting access to health care. So do you see this, Don, as a solution to helping those in the outlying areas get the kind of cutting-edge uh, screening and cutting-edge uh, edge information that Huntsman can provide? Absolutely. That's a part of our mission is to take screening services not only to the rural areas, but we have a lot of frontier designated areas within the borders of Utah. What does that mean, frontier areas? Frontier, it's based on the number of people per square mile. And frontier is the least dense designation that there is, less dense than rural, certainly less dense than urban. Okay, okay. And if you live, you live in these rural and frontier regions Um, You just don't have that opportunity to get away. It's not at all convenient to be screened. 
So we're going to take this bus, this vehicle, to people who live in these areas um, so that it's convenient, so that it's easy, so that they can uh, receive their screening on a regular basis. How will these communities be aware that the screening and education bus from Huntsman will be in their areas? That's a great question. So since HCI's inception and you know, 20 years ago, we've really been able to establish a lot of community partners, whether that is having staff who educate different communities, for example, Hispanic, Spanish-speaking communities, or the American Indian population, or even the seniors who, you know, for the most part, that's where the average cancer, you know, diagnosis is, is during that, that, that age. And so we've been able to work with our fantastic community partners, that's nonprofits and government organizations and local health departments and the state health department, and the list goes on. But we really believe that we will tap into this, these communities um, and these organizations, so that they can help spread the awareness as, as well. Great. You know, we, we have to do this collaboratively. We can't do it alone. And they know the needs of their, you know, communities. And so working with the leaders and um, the community health workers and those residents that live in these areas, we can really establish further further these partnerships and really rely on them to also help recruit men and women to be screened, but then also bringing the expertise that we have, you know, with Huntsman Cancer Institute. So I, I want to describe this, Buzz. Uh, one of the things that's interesting about radio, right, is I can't show you a picture. So <laughs> right. let's describe it, because when I have seen images of this, it is, number one, on the outside. I love that it represents so many of the different faces and, and, and beautiful differentiations and cultures that we have in Utah. I love that. To me, that sends a message of this is for all of us, right? And then inside. So let's talk about that, Buzz, because you carefully design this so that it would be to our utmost comfort. And and I'll share this really quick before we do this, is that I am um, a, a cancer, shall I say, fighter or a survivor. And I've been aware that at the Huntsman Cancer Hospital, it was designed so that when I walk through those doors, I see light, I feel at ease, I feel supported. And, and I was aware when that was being built that that was part of the design. I even had a chance to talk to the architect about that. So when I walk through those doors for my own care, I, I feel that, I understand that. And now I'm going to just kind of come back to the bus as well. My understanding is this was designed, as always, with the person, the individuals, the patients in mind. You, you've got it perfectly, oh, Rebecca. Thank you, Don. This bus, if you imagine kind of the Greyhound bus size, it's 45 feet long. It's tall like a Greyhound bus. But that's about the end of the comparisons. It is beautiful. And I'll say a little bit more about the outside. The outside actually has pictures, as you mentioned, of some of our our residents of Utah. And these are some of the residents that belong to diverse populations. We wanted to honor and identify with these diverse populations because that's part of our mission is to take this service to those populations that traditionally are not served uh, at the rate that they should be. So the bus is big, it's beautiful, it's powerful. On the inside, just as you mentioned, we want people to walk in and feel at home or feel comfortable in their surroundings. The finishes inside the bus are, there's uh, beautiful wood finishes that reflect Huntsman Cancer Hospital. The lighting is, we want it to be bright and yet not uh, 
obtusive or obstructive. Not harsh, right? Not because harsh. we can be a little nerve-wracked when we're going in for medical care Absolutely. or screenings. Mm-hmm. There's a education area. Again, part of our mission is education. We want to take great, in-depth, precise education to all populations. So there's a place where people can sit, watch monitors, receive printed and verbal education. There's two changing rooms so that people can change before they receive and after they receive their mammography screening. There's an exam room where skin cancer screening can take place. And so we wanted this to be a fully functional mobile screening vehicle to take to patients and to to provide the service as a a one-stop event, if you will. For those who have just joined us, you're listening to Don Milligan. He's the Director of Outpatient Services for Huntsman Cancer Institute. And joining us also in studio is Garrett Harding. He's the Associate Director of Community Outreach. You mentioned the dressing rooms. So there'll be two different specific types of cancers that you'll be screening for, breast cancer and skin cancer, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. And is the capacity to do a number of screenings in one day on that bus because of its size Yes, um, I think... You don't have to give me specific number, exactly. but I, I can um, imagine, for example, if I lived in an outlying community, there, there could be quite the demand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we, you know, within the week, we've already seen a lot of demand. Um, in an Welcome even... to the world of people <laughs> who want to make sure we're taking care exactly. of ourselves, right? And, and I think we really want to look at the data and say, and really look at, you know, we have great data that's showing who is getting screened, who isn't getting screened, what are the barriers of why someone is not getting screened, and then ultimately you know, base our efforts on that data, but also the community and the needs that they have. And if there's a community, which is all of them, that needs access to both breast and skin cancer screenings, and say we're going to, you know, Moab or somewhere sure. far away mm-hmm. outside of, you know, the the Wasatch Front, then we hope to provide comprehensive services. Go ahead, Don. Thank you, so, Gary. So as far as actual capacity of the bus... We can easily perform 20 mammograms in a day, in an eight-hour day, which is about what we can do with one machine in our hospital. Wow. It is literally like taking a hospital wing and putting it on the roads, on the, uh, on the road and bringing it to Very us. Very much so. In fact, the equipment, the mammography screening equipment that we've installed in this bus is exactly like we have at the hospital. It's the latest, it's the greatest, it offers 3D imaging. In fact, those images, when we acquire those on the bus, those are sent through the magic of airwaves and cellular service from the bus to our hospital where they are read and interpreted by our physicians who are at the hospital. Mm. From a skin cancer screening perspective, we can screen at least 20 and perhaps 30 a day easily. And uh, again, using those same check-in facilities, those same changing room facilities. And so it's going to be a busy, busy clinic on wheels. It's important for me, and I I wish that I had the numbers in my mind, and and I'll just refer back to this really quick, see if I can do this. Mm -hmm. According to the American Cancer Society, more than 11,600 Utahns will be diagnosed with cancer this year. So more than 11,000. Of those, 1,600 will be diagnosed with breast cancer. So by nature of having bodies, right? <laughs> right? You know, the, the, the fact is sometimes we're too afraid to, to learn about if, if something might be there and we might mm-hmm. avoid it for that reason. I used to look at research um, by 
well, excuse me, I think our cancer control prevention office, and they'd say, you know, why aren't women getting mammograms? Mm-hmm. And and I thought, well, maybe they just don't have access or they don't have insurance. And one of the number one reasons was that they didn't have time. In other words, they, right. they didn't make it a priority. There was some misunderstanding about that. And I do have family history. So my journey with breast cancer is less of a surprise because I had been watching for it for every year since the time I was 35. But when I share it to people, well, I have family history, they think, well, I'm okay because I don't have family history. And then I have to stop and say, wait a minute, only 10% of women who have breast cancer have family history. So you're a woman, right? Yes. Okay. We've got your risk factor right there. So let's get screened. Let's 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 get over their stumbling blocks. So those that's the type of information and education you'll be providing on the bus as well. Correct. Absolutely. And um, anything that is going to educate our communities, our women, our mothers, our sisters and daughters um, about breast cancer awareness and about specifically prevention and screening and early detection um, you know, we we want to amplify that right from the rooftops and specifically also from the bus. Um, we we see a lot with the data that a lot of women, as you mentioned, are not getting screened and a lot of them have insurance. A lot of them have access. And so anything that we can do to help educate and promote awareness of, you know, the number one diagnosed cancer in women, one in eight women in their lifetime will be diagnosed with breast cancer. And it's a serious cancer. It's one that you want to make sure you catch early, as early Absolutely. as you can. So again, for those of you who joined us, this is Garrett Harding. He's the Associate Director of Community Outreach, Outreach, and Don Milligan is with us. He's also the Director of Outpatient Services for Huntsman Cancer Institute. So this a bus, this screening and education bus from Huntsman that will is already on the road, rolling to different communities, providing screening. How are we doing? Um, For example, I read a press release about this bus, and it said that we should probably be getting our skin checked on an annual basis from a dermatologist. I took a deep breath and thought, I'm 54. I've only been checked once. So let's talk about that for a minute, because women, men, women, we all live in Utah. We have some high risk here. Can we talk a bit about the importance of screening for skin cancer? Absolutely. And uh your your listeners, Rebecca, are just so lucky and blessed to have you as an advocate here to encourage all of us with human bodies that we need to be screened. And from a skin cancer screening perspective, you know, we live here in beautiful state of Utah, high altitude, lots of sun. Many of us are fair skinned. And the recommendation is that all of us as adults should visit with a dermatologist at least annually to receive a complete total body skin cancer check. Okay, I'm going to take a deep breath again on that, Mm -hmm. and I'll turn to my listeners for a bit. Does that surprise you? I think it does. And yet... It's so important for us to do that. So you have those opportunities to ask those questions if the mobile or the screening mobile will be, the screening bus, pardon me, will be in your community. You can also ask those questions of your primary care physician. You can always say, okay, what are the screenings I should be doing? But it is important. Tell us again about the rate for skin cancer in Utah. Yeah, so Utah is the number one um, state for incidence in melanoma. So incidence meaning you know, the most cases in comparison. Um, And melanoma is the most deadly type of skin cancer. So there's three main types of skin cancer. A lot of us may get the two, you know, basal and squamous cell carcinoma or what they are called, um, which for the most part can be generally, if you detect them early, very easy to treat. They remove them. 
correct. Mm-hmm. A lot of us may have something, you know, burned off or frozen off of our face or maybe cut off, you know, by our primary care physician or our dermatologist. But melanoma really is the um, the most deadliest type of skin cancer. And that's where we rank number one um, across the U.S. So, so in the screening process, they are actually, you'll go in and you said that there is a private dressing area. So there is a skilled technician to do the the screening and they're looking specifically for moles and, and differentiation in skin patterns. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're, they're looking at every square inch of your body um, from your scalp to your toes to ensure that there is nothing, you know, that is potentially bad. And they'll they'll look and they'll part your hair and they'll look in between your toes. And they are very thorough and very highly trained. And it, it doesn't take long. I mean, you've got to make an appointment. You've got to get in there, put on a hospital gown. But it, it doesn't take long. There's absolutely no pain whatsoever it just takes a few minutes. You know, what it reminded me as you were explaining that, Don, is that sometimes um, we get in for screening when a loved one drags us there. <laughs> yeah. So if there's someone in your mind right now and you're thinking, I've been concerned about it, drag that that friend of yours, that boyfriend, that spouse, and, and bring them in and let them know, hey, this should be seen by a dermatologist. And that is one of the messages of this Huntsman screening and education bus is let's get the information out there that we've got to be watching more carefully. And melanoma is one of those cancers, if I understand, that it actually, it's not just superficial on uh, on um, on the top of your skin. You've got to think of your skin and your body as a complex organ. Correct. And so the melanoma can grow quite far beyond and, and, yeah, and, and cause issues. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, I, I hate to always use the word deadly because, you know, most That's a cancer, scary word. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. But um, the warning signs, you know, is what we definitely want to look for when it comes to melanoma. And so um, melanoma often does spread. Um, and when it spreads, it spreads, you know, not necessarily up above the skin, but, you know, into the body. And um, so we want to make sure that we're looking. We use an acronym. Um, it's called the ABCDEs of melanoma. Can you go ahead and do that acronym? Yeah, we were absolutely. trying that. We had a family <laughs> reunion over the summer. We we're t- looking at each other's skin, and we were trying to remember all all everything that was represented. So go for it. A. Yeah. So A stands for asymmetry. So if you were to look at a mole and on your body and look to see is it asymmetrical, the same on one side it is on the other side. B stands for border. So is the border jagged or is it not, you know, a complete potential circle or oval? Um, C stands for color. So is the mole changing color? Is it multicolored? Um, is it is it changing? Diameter, um, if, if anybody has a, like, a pencil. Mm-hmm. We um, used to use those eraser. before computers came about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But a pencil, the, the eraser on the edge of a pencil, if you were to place that against your skin up to the mole, and if the mole is bigger than that, then that may be suspicious. And then E stands for evolution. So at the end of the day, what we really like, what one of our physicians likes to say is, you know, if you have an ugly duckling mole, meaning it looks different because of any of those those five um, characteristics that I just mentioned, then that is some cause for concern. And you should definitely raise that with your provider. And I love what you were saying earlier. Each year, each Make year. sure you're getting your body checked for the possibility mm-hmm. of skin cancer. And I love and I appreciate that, Carrie, the ABCDE. If you're, you know, driving the car right now, you go home, you can Google that and then Correct. take a look at something on something, go ABCDE, and that'll help you, uh, help you remember that. Um, we're talking about the 45 foot long bus that will provide screening from, for breast cancer and screening for skin cancer throughout the state of Utah that Huntsman has just launched. Has there been a, um, has this been a work in progress for quite a bit? I want to ask about that, Don. Certainly. 
years, many years, at least five. And we, um, we've had a few summer interns in the past five years who have helped us do research on cancer screening vehicles, um, how to best put together a vehicle and a program. We actually have an employee who did uh, a master's uh, thesis on screening. Beautiful. And uh, it's all played together. We've arranged, you know, for funding. It's taken some time to pay for this vehicle. And so it's been a work in process for years. But it's, it's, it's something that is part of our mission. It's something that we have felt that we need to do. It's, it's what, we, uh, what we exist for, frankly. You were describing that inside uh, the screening bus that you have the cutting edge uh, equipment for mammograms. And you mentioned the 3D mammography. And I would be remiss if I didn't take this opportunity to say that as you get your screenings, women, and if you haven't um, had yours yet, and they do recommend at the age of 40 to get one every year, we're hearing that. Um, and if you have family history, you're going to start earlier. So you're going to talk to your physician about that and say, how early should I start? I started at 35. But one thing I didn't know years ago that I came to know over the last eight years is that some women's breast tissue is at higher risk if it's a denser breast tissue. And once I learned that about myself, then I learned that the 3D mammogram, this new technology, the 3D mammography would be better for me in my case. So once I learned about that, this year was the first year I had access to 3D mammography. And it is the year that we found the tumor that I'm now, uh, well, it's been surgically removed and I'll begin chemo probably in just a, a week or two. But it's it's that kind of differentiation, I, I say. And it was only about 16 months for my last mammogram. So I went from a clear mammogram to one where we're at stage 2B in 16 months. So I don't say that to scare you. I say that to empower you to say, you know what? It does matter if you go every year. And if I learn that I have dense breast tissue just by the way my body's created, I know that I should probably look for 3D mammograms. That that's going to give the, the ability of this is just extraordinary. They take the image and they can rotate the image as you can see in 3D movies. And you rotate that image and you can more clearly look inside that breast tissue to make sure you're spotting what should be spotted. So it's that kind of information. For me, I am so grateful to Huntsman Cancer Institute for not only putting 3D mammography on this bus, but giving that information so that when you have questions and you want to have some education, you can climb on board that screening bus and ask those questions. So I just wanted to thank you because to me, the 3D mammography, it is cutting edge. And it's not just cutting edge for all women, but in particular, it is. it can be life-saving for women with uh, dense breast tissue. No question. And as, as we've already mentioned today, and what, what a great story you have. And again, your listeners are just uh, lucky to have you as their advocate. We, um, we have this 3D equipment. We send those images. And I wish, again, you could see how our physicians interpret these. They look at them on very powerful monitors. They look at these in rooms that are almost dark just to ensure that they see everything that this wonderful 3D equipment provides. It's, a, it's quite a science, and uh, they are very good at it. And we, in the, to me, in the state of Utah, are so fortunate to have 
people from all around the world wish they could be at, at near Huntsman. So not only do we have the Huntsman Cancer Hospital and, and HCI, its institute, uh, right here in Utah, but now we have the bus on wheels, which is just uh, terrific. We have just a couple of, of minutes together. And before I let you go, I, I just wanted to give you each a chance. This is Garrett Harding, the Associate Director of Community Outreach, and Don Milligan, um, the Director of Outpatient Services. Uh, just a chance. We are saying that this will provide education as well to screening to individuals who also may not have the same financial abilities as others. Can we talk just a bit about that as well? Yeah. Certainly. We we want to provide screening services to everyone, and there's all, always a financial aspect to any health care service, and particularly screening service. What we'd encourage you to do as patients is to, when, when the bus is in your area or, frankly, if it's just time for you to receive your screening, but specifically about the bus. If you uh, don't have the means, if you are financially strapped, we'd encourage you to call. And our schedulers, those are patient advocates. They have access to programs, uh, certificates from the State Department of Health. Our goal is to get everyone in, and we are very good about finding means, ways, programs to pay for your screening. We'd encourage all to take advantage of that and do not let money be a deterrent to obtain your screening. Thank you. And I think about that when I see Huntsman Cancer Institute up on the hill or the hospital on the hill. I think of that, that that is such a symbol of a whole community coming together in addition to the Huntsman Family Foundation, but the whole community saying we care and we yeah. want to make sure everyone has access to this. Absolutely. And I think a lot of us, as you, as you have mentioned too, really know um, Huntsman Cancer Institute is a place of hope, a place of solace, a place of expertise um, as a cancer center that's on the University of Utah campus. And we have, you know, community clinics. But now, you know, this is really taking the approach of a cancer center without walls and going into the community even more so than we already are. You know, we have research efforts in the communities researching and um, understanding many things related to genetics and family history. And we have our education arm related to our mission and we have our clinical arm. And we're now adding this preventative early detection screening component as part of that comprehensive approach to the residents of the state. And that's because you've already done a snapshot and you realize we're missing our screenings. Exactly. We're missing our, our, our skin ca- cancer screenings. We're missing our, our, our breast um, cancer screenings. And there's so many more, prostate, et cetera. But I, I just want to thank both of you for coming. Um, and for those who want more information about where the bus will be or how to book screenings, where should they go? So I would direct you to huntsmancancer.org backslash screening. Um, that's probably the easiest way to get information on our website. Um, and then you can work with people like me and other individuals who are working in this community-based efforts to identify, you know, how you can get the bus there um, or any of the other services. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don Milligan, the Director of Outpatient Services, and Garrett Harding, the Associate Director of Community Outreach for Huntsman Cancer Institute. Thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. Thank you. Pleasure to be here.